0: On the Geek Out podcast, a Vancouverite has won a Guinness Book of World Records record for having the world's largest tetrapod exoskeleton.
1: Cool, eh?
2: We've got a trailer for the new movie from the Book of Saw.
3: And Chris
1: Rock is in it? And Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn has gone through a title change because people are too dumb to read to the end
0: of it. <laughs> I see what you did there! Is
4: funny. Nerdy is the new sexy.
0: Let's go to be our geek. The Zones geek Out
4: the podcast.
0: It's the Geek Out podcast episode 70. Yay! 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 We record this on Tuesday. We're back on the weird day, Tuesday. So you should be listening to this on Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday is February 11th. Wednesday is February 12th. Happy Almost VD. And ew. I'm Webmeister Bud. What? Don't,
3: don't ew. What happened?
0: Yeah. I'm Webmeister Bud. I host Bud's Weekly Geeka. Wednesdays at 7.20 with Dylan and Jason <laughs> in the morning zone. Yeah. No, how, what? Oh, no. My name well, I don't is know DJ Boytano. But... I'm DJ
2: Boytano. I host uh, that after. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
2: right. What have I
0: heard? <laughs> We're never going to get this right. <laughs>
2: Uh, you can hear me on the mixtape in the Afternoon Zone that the following person will be the host of.
3: I host that Afternoon What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yes! You all are my
0: favorite right now. Yeah, yeah I'm all now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> this week on Buzz Weekly Geek Out, a guy from Vancouver named Jonathan Tippett. In 2003, he went to a Burning Man and saw a sculpture of a dinosaur leg or something, and that inspired him to build a gigantic 3,500-pound th- metal monstrosity. It's 12 feet tall. It's 16 feet wide. He gets inside it, and he pilots the thing, like that power loader from Aliens. This story has got fucking everything. You just said more things in
1: 10 <laughs> seconds than I've ever heard in my life. First of all, what the
2: hell? <laughs> he went to Burning Man. He really didn't see a dinosaur right He was
4: just
1: at, was just Burning, at Man
2: Burning Man and you know. on something.
0: Wow. Spent many, many, over a decade building this thing with a team designing it and building it and finished it in 2017 and then has been putting it through years and years of testing in Squamish. P.S. If you're around Squamish and you hear and big thumps near a warehouse near the train tracks, that's this machine. It's called prosthesis and uh, they've been testing it out and refining they're on their third version of the control system and it's you the human being gets inside and it's very force feedback whatever that you know the human does is somehow replicated into a, a tetrapod like we're a biped and uh, four legged things are a tetrapod so yeah looks like a big terrifying scary elephant and he just won a guinness book of world's record record for having the world's largest tetrapod exoskeleton because that's apparently a category
1: yeah, of course, obviously. A yeah, separate category it. for the biped one. Does this guy have a job?
0: Great question. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Great question. We don't know. We don't know. Okay, I, know. I don't know. I can't answer
1: that question. What you do you do? Yeah, you, yeah, I mean, ten years it shouldn't take that long to build one of these things. So probably he was so probably he's got a day job, evenings and weekends working on it. Yeah, it's something to finance it. and we can't like, robot Where does he get
0: yeah. his money? I I yeah. he has lots of corporate sponsorships. And, he does. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. To build this stupid thing. Yeah, UBC among them. And it's an uh, partially an art project too. So, right. so I guess that. art collective
2: behind him. Any of, any of y'all? Oh, and then when the robots over that take over, that's how we fight them.
0: Like in the Matrix Revolutions. Yeah, that's Revolutions. it. That's that's yeah, right. With this very robot? Matrix inspired. Yes, you're right. Actually, he went to actually? Burning
2: Man, which is like that weird orgy scene in The Matrix <laughs> Reloaded, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, good call.
2: and then this uh, the, the the exoskeleton thing, which is like uh, in The Matrix Revolutions. That's right.
1: Holy smokes! It's something in a lot of movies and. Honestly, I'm not tired of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep doing it. It was sweet and, It's like the only sweet thing I can remember of uh, Avatar. It was when the guy had the sweet exoskeleton. Yeah. Fucking rules and Alien, obviously. Ugh. It's one of the best That's scenes true. in that movie. What's another exoskeleton? There's lots of them. That was lots one of, of my examples.
2: favorite uh, shorts from the Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah! Where they... the people oh, own that own yeah. The farm. That's
0: right! Yeah. Such a good one. Suits. Bad. That was called yeah. Suits. Great name, because yeah. it's called Suits, and then you just see these farmers
1: in their plaid. I'm like, hey, he's not in a suit. Just think of that douchebag lawyer show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Meghan Markle show?
1: Yeah. Um, Any of y'all ever been to Burning Man? No. No. No.
0: I have
3: no interest. I had
0: a friend who threatened to drive me there. I wanted to go, but it's murder. On camera equipment. And honestly, I'd be there for the, the spectacle and the photography and everything. Right. But yeah, apparently trying to change a lens on a on a on a body in there is just like asking for a sandstorm death sentence to your sensor in your lens. So. so why don't
1: you just go then? Just take some pictures with your phone and call it a day. What experience something with my body? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
4: It's supposed to be
1: like it. You know, transformative, not just if you oh, get of the drugged out inspiration to build a friggin' dinosaur exoskeleton. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be like really, really a and powerful I'm a, experience.
0: I'm a teetotaler, so I'd probably just be there taking I went, notes on it. Sure, everything. and that I works went, too, though.
3: I went to the like after burning, afterburn, that's what it was called, because I was out in Good Santa mean. Monica, and like what they do is they bring all the art installations from <gasps> Burning Man, that's and great. then they just set them up on Santa Monica Beach. Whoa. And so I was there, but it was also hilarious because. All of the drug people, I guess, from Burning Man, just don't leave. They just come to Santa Monica, <laughs> <laughs> and so there's like They're having pack- like weird raves. <laughs> They're
0: packed in crates with the art structures.
3: But then there was children because it was Santa Monica Pier and or the beach, and like so children were like wandering through, and there's just like all these people wow. with their like like
2: weird
1: leather. I
3: don't know. So weird.
1: why no interest, Kirsten?
3: I I don't know. I just I don't like I don't, I don't like. Friendship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like friendship. <laughs> I know. I kind of feel you. See, my it's thing just, is, I don't very...
0: like. My thing is, I don't like camping. But hey, friendship's a good thing to not like too.
1: Eh? I think it's like it's both in a really extreme way. It's like because yeah. apparently, like a brand new egalitarian like bartering system. Yes. Oh yeah. That's just, what like, freaks me out. Crops up. And yeah, it's like, oh, I barely bring enough beer for me. I don't want to be trading you beers for toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, and- there's no
3: money in Burning Man. You yeah. go like they set up, it's like this whole, you know, it's very deconstructed. No money. And so you have to like bring shit to barter. And mm-hmm. it's not just like a bracelet. Like you could barter like I'll show you. I, I'm a guide for Burning Man, and I'll show you around the sites And you can trade me for that granola bar. Mm-hmm. I just I.
1: Because <laughs> one of my least favorite things about any other music experience is when some like drugged out, <laughs> burnout dude comes up and is like, uh, "Can anyone spare a granola bar? And can I sell you drugs?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm always just like, "I'm awkward until you leave the campsite." Yes, this, this happens yeah. to you. Okay. Yeah, oh nice. yeah, it's yeah. It's very common experience. Wonderful. Wonderful. Someone wonderful. shows up and like. <laughs> Please Please, may we trade our sexualities to each other. It's like, get away from my girlfriend and fuck off, wow. dude. All right. That's a lot of that, right? right. Yeah. And that's and that strikes me as the entire thing. And then now I have to engage in that as well and go begging for shit. Oh, I hate it. No, I don't. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, it's, it's giving me so much anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, thinking about it. No, no. Okay, let's move on.
0: <laughs> right. Spiral from the Book of Saw coming May 15th, 2020 with Chris Rock. Pull in an Adam Sandler kind of almost serious sort of role, um, though he still has that Chris Rock voice. <laughs> Brian his, imitation go. That's his. No! Okay. Okay. No, 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 no. We
3: <laughs> that.
0: Um that. That's Chris Rock's voice, though. Yeah, but it's I mean. Not
2: just Chris Rock doing a Chris Rock
0: voice. Adam Sandler puts on an Adam Sandler voice, and he dials that back when he's in uh, Rough Cut or whatever. whatever that <laughs> Uncut Gems. Uncut, Uncut Gems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want an Oscar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I only ever saw Saw, the original. I haven't seen any of the other 12 uh, movies. So question
2: about this. Spiral, is that going to have Jigsaw in it? Is that just teasing that Jigsaw's in this?
3: I think Jigsaw's back. um, And I don't know if he, like, did beat cancer somehow. (laughs) Hashtag fuck cancer. Um, Or (laughs) if it's a prequel. But yes, he's supposed to be in it.
2: Okay. But this is, uh, yeah, it's got Chris Rock. Sounding like Chris Rock, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. And then Samuel L. Jackson in the trailer saying, Motherfucker.
0: Yep. Oh, wow. And yeah. Lots of, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, what?
3: Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's in this movie? You didn't see
0: the trailer? No. Oh, I, yeah. I
3: don't read my emails. Jeez. Take it after Paul. Oh, nice.
0: <laughs> Kirsten, go to the show notes <laughs> that you will probably make and put the trailer in <laughs> and then watch the trailer. Um, yeah, and lots of uh, Jigsaw-like um, contraptions. And the sort of the kicker to the trailer is that Chris Rock wakes up Handcuffed to a pipe with the the hacksaw. Is he
1: playing himself or is he playing a character? No, he's playing a cop. Detective. Oh, yeah, detective, yeah. 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 Okay.
3: So they're good movies. Those saw movies, though. Like I did, you know, the uh, torture porn, blah blah blah. That aside, they do have like a really interesting narrative that flows through all the movies and connects really well. They're mm. like the, I think I said this before. They're like the Fast and the Furious of horror movies. Like, oh, that's cool. They really connect all their narratives and like go back, and um, it's really interesting. To I watch supremely, them
0: all. I supremely enjoyed the first one. Great, mm, like, really? mind f. Oh yeah, I love.
3: That's like a good movie. twist at the end. Oh yeah, great yeah. twist. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. And Carrie always.
0: Yeah. Can't lose. Mm,
3: Good movie.
1: One more strike, we lock you up for good. I haven't seen anyone lick a ball before he
0: throw a strike. That's my style. Uh, Another trailer we saw for something coming soon is The Jesus Rolls, which is coming to theaters and video on demand on March 6th. Both? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Simultaneously. Very strange. Because this was like, this was
2: made... Seems like this was made a while ago. Really? I remember even seeing the very first teaser trailer for this. Maybe it was even like early to mid last year, uh, but it that was in happens. Spanish or something. I do remember um who's the guy that plays the Jesus John, John Toro, DeToro, yeah, teasing something about this like a Big Lebowski spin-off.
0: Yeah, let's give that context. It's it's sort it's a spin-off movie from the Big Lebowski and one of the characters in there called Jesus. Mm, but it's not really going to be like the Big Lebowski's or no, no. or He's not going to show up or anything like that. It's, it's just, just
2: him licking bowling balls. Him, yeah.
1: <laughs> um,
2: it'll eh, interesting enough.
1: Yeah, you know, I, like first blush, I am not for this type of thing. Obviously, right? Especially um, with such a beloved cult classic that has so much respect is the Big Lebowski. But let me say, after seeing this trailer, though, I have hopes now.
2: But, see, you know, that's the thing about the trailer, too, is that, like, I, I'm i kind of the same. When I hear that, oh, they're going to do a uh, Big Lebowski spinoff, but it's going to be with the Jesus from yeah. the bowling alley. That's yeah. what you don't like um, is, like, a
1: character spinoff movie? Well, and especially for the like, Coen's not yeah, <laughs> yeah, to not be involved. kind of,
2: yeah, that sort of concept. But this, if if this was not a Big Lebowski character, the trailer still kind of appealed to me. Yeah, like in that it's like it, it felt like you know a Coen Brothers movie, or it felt like what. You know, it would have felt felt like if I were this age watching the trailer for The Big Lebowski for the right, first time. Right? right? right.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, and that's kind of what I got out of the trailer as well. Was that so? Totoro, this is like his child, right? Like, yeah, he's the one that for, produced this. Story. For whatever reason, he just has stuck with the love of that one scene, yeah, one and a half <laughs> scene from The Big Lebowski. That character, he figures there's, I guess, so much more to delve into there. He, it's been rattling around in his brain all this time. And what I got out of this trailer, too, is that there's clearly, because he wrote and directed this, too, right? Yeah, it's an all him production. Yeah. Is that clearly he gets that reverence for the source material? Yeah. And even if the Coen brothers are not involved in it what he's trying to do is build something that's in the same world with the same tone with the same weirdness and everything and complexity that the Big Lebowski has hopefully the same humor as well yeah. um the cast is stacked so yeah there's a lot to kind of feel optimistic about about this movie again uh, it's so tricky to fuck with stuff that's so good from so long ago like The Big Lebowski but I want to remain optimistic here
2: but yeah and that's the thing too so like they're not really fucking with it too too much because he only the Jesus only had like
1: one and a half scenes in the yeah, right, right. Um it's not but, like a Walter movie or something or No, John exactly. Goodman, right? Exactly. Yeah, and
2: it's not a big Lebowski too by any stretch. Right. Yeah. It's just taking a prequel characters. with
1: Donnie. Oh, that'd be bad. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> please character just like the nihilist movie. Oh yeah. God. There's so much good do so don't do it. Have restraint.
2: It seems like it's building uh, original characters in the same vein that the Big Lebowski did you know to, to kind of populate this movie
1: are we also concerned about a uh, lead character who as described in the Big Lebowski is a pedophile that's right <laughs> like, that's yeah. what he's about yeah fair, uh, fair right, are we supposed to I don't know how we're, how we're supposed to feel about this character they could, they he's could. beloved because of how ridiculous he is in his uh, scene and a half Yeah. but his backstory is that he's a child predator yeah
2: and they could explore that, I'm sure, and, like, delve deeper into
1: that, I <laughs> guess. <God>. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> tricky. Tricky time for to walk when you're writing a
1: character, but I'm okay. good. Good call.
0: Um, that's the only sort of, like, coming soon things now. It's just a bunch of news, and the, this first news is not the newsiest news. Wait, you wrote <laughs> Emily Hart. Oh, because you like Audrey I Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I like, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Audrey Tattoo's in this movie, oh, yeah, and, she uh, uh, she's great. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow She's of age um, Amelie was a great movie And one of my Favorite soundtracks Such to a cool work Yeah to. I really like that one um, Anyway yeah The Mandalorian season 2 Will drop in October 2020 That's it That's all we know uh, But as, as we pointed out It's right around the time For renewing Disney Plus So uh, they hey,
1: doesn't in. like When we talk like that Okay He doesn't like that Conspiracy <laughs> theory talk Disney is a great company That he would like To get a free trip out of <laughs> And so he doesn't like that
2: Oh this is like when when you went on your rant and when this email was sent out is like man the world is really against you isn't it Paul? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh,
4: and then okay.
1: Mary Harrison wrote you <laughs> I know we'll deal with that later we can I'm deal sure. with that <laughs> but okay and I but in my defense I did say in that same email thread I was like. I realized, and I don't want to sound too conspiratorial about not in Disney, the in I'm In the reply sure, to my reply. Yeah, 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 Because yeah. I realized once you, once you chirped me back, I was like, you know what, yeah, okay, I'm fine being ridiculous. It is interesting timing, <laughs> but I'm sure that that's not the point of Disney. This is... Okay, however, <laughs> even my beloved Apple, right, they just got fined big money For uh, their planned obsolescence. They were shown to, it was proved that they were slowing down iPhones. Yep. Okay, on purpose. I don't know, bud. Do you know more about this? Were they with the iOS releases rollouts that was like slowing shit down for old phones? No, not not that much more. But it sounds it's the same
0: kind of thing as the battery, right? They, their claim is that they're trying to preserve the hardware, not run it too hot, not damage the hardware by having the battery continually pump out what it should when there's risk of overheating and all that stuff. So what they do is they dial back the power that the system has on their schedule, or maybe it's reading feedback from the battery or whatever, so that supposedly. It's not just that your iPhone gets slower or deader, it's because it's because of the battery. They're trying to help preserve your hardware. So I don't know about this more recent one, but that was like the last one, and that's a eh, pretty fair excuse, I guess, but I mean... But the conspiracy theory is that... No, it's not a
1: conspiracy theory. The, this f- was legit. This one's legit. Cons- yeah. yeah. this, this is legit. This is, they were like, fined.
2: It could, because it's like shown that... They're, what they're really doing is trying to get you to spend more money on yep. the. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, no, look, that's built into their uh, sure. business model, planned obsolescence. Your iPhone 6 chugs right down to slow, right in time for the new iPhone X or 8 or 7 yeah. or whatever. For some people, it's a really tight turnaround. I wait a few generations between iPhones to upgrade, but. It was I a mean, the fascinating. That they the thing. Didn't They want they don't want you to have your iPhone 6 for infinity, right? Yeah. They want you within two to five years, max. I think probably two years turnaround. They want you shelling on. Another thousand dollars for a new phone.
0: Twenty-five so, million euros. They were sued for this, and it's the same thing. They're just they, they didn't tell anybody, and they're saying they did it to prolong the life of the devices. Same sure. excuse. Okay,
2: for sure. So the difference though between this and that yeah.
1: is <laughs> that I yeah. shit on Apple all the time.
2: I do it to you in your face. Yes, I'm an Android yeah, and, guy. And, you
1: know, like when I shit on Disney. <laughs> like, I'm sure that Disney's main goal is to make good content and product because that's what keeps people coming back regardless of when it's released, mm-hmm. just in the same way that I'm sure that Apple's main goal is to make the best handset on the market so that people just keep coming back to it. But these timing things are just very interesting. Okay? I, it's, and it's not me kind of
2: – it's not necessarily me kind of defending that. It's more me just saying, I really – don't care as much as you because <laughs> stop I, rumbling. I, calls. I, pl- I I planned to like I yeah. the whole time. I planned to get a year long sus- subscription to Disney yeah. Plus in this first year. Yeah, me too. And I definitely am planning on resubscribing. You know, come November. Yeah. So maybe I just have a little more patience than you? I, I don't
1: know. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, don't make this person... Hey, I'm just doing this for the sake of good Potter. Right? I, don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, I, I'm the same way. I'm buying it. I'll buy it forever. I've been watching a ton of shit, actually, at Disney+. Plus. So, that went on way too <laughs> long. Um, I'm just trying to make for interesting Okay.
0: Sam Raimi will now direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So it's just funny, because like this had been going on for about five Ish
2: days, five six days, and then it, it was just fully confirmed by Marvel yesterday. Crazy! Wow!
0: Um, wow. wow! Wow! That was really fun to listen back um, to you guys.
2: But yeah, it's uh, that's cool. I'm pretty excited about that
1: because, yeah, it is exciting. It's super exciting, um, Brian. I want you to tell us about there is a, a Doctor Strange uh, drop or mention or whatever in Spider Man Two that I yeah. can't remember. You can remember it, but I just I, I think it's very interesting because though Sam Raimi. Spider-Man are such like they all look exactly the same, which mm-hmm. I love that the three of them are so similar in tone and look and feel. And, but it's very different from the current Marvel Universe that we're all kind of used oh, to yeah. now. Yeah. And so it'll be very interesting to see if I'm sure he won't just try and do that again. I'm sure that no. was a very specific thing to the time and to the character. And it'll be interesting to see what he does with um, to Doctor Strange, especially because we heard too. That Doctor Strange Number Two was supposed to be more of a horror vein, right? Yep.
3: and th- that's why are they doing rewrites because they don't want that, or
1: I don't know. At or this they
3: point. just what's her face who does this one? Someone not Kathleen Kennedy. That's the other. Oh, one. the
0: director person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be Pascal.
3: Yeah, didn't she like wasn't oh, that's Sony? Yeah, yeah, someone got in there and was Feige. like, was Feige was it Feige? Someone got in Feige, there and yeah, was like, yes. I don't like this. Well, it, yeah,
2: that's that's kind of the rumors. Nobody really has confirmed what. Exactly was said in that sort of maybe meeting with Scott Derrickson, um, but he was the original uh, director of Doctor Strange. Oh. Um, but wasn't it Feige at the Comic Con who said it himself that uh, it was going to be the first Marvel horror film?
3: Yeah, and everyone was really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm Great just idea. wondering if the, so- if they got the scripts or what happened. And they were like, no, this is too much. And they brought Raimi in because they 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 like they got like cold feet with the horror. You know what I mean? And they're like, man, we want to do more of an Evil Dead thing, which mm. is comedy And horror. it could
2: be. It could be is that like maybe Raimi is able to sort of toe the line between yeah. what uh, Feige and Disney wants yeah. versus what maybe Scott Derrickson wanted to like maybe push the limits a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is interesting because Scott Derrickson gave his blessing for this after the the news broke that he's he's one of the candidates to uh, to helm the franchise uh, because they're good friends Scott Derrickson and and Sam Raimi oh, neat. Um, but yeah I think the thing that I like about um, the the Raimi spider-man series well have uh, maybe not so much spider-man 3 but uh, the thing I liked about that series is that it does kind of fall in line with what the current MCU is doing in terms of not taking itself too seriously yeah, for sure. they always had little spider-man things where he's like oh he in Spider-Man 2, he wasn't able to use his webs the whole time. So there's one scene where he's taking the elevator and you right. can laugh at him. And, yeah. you know, you don't always have to take that character seriously. He's like not the, some super serious Superman type, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think they could do that really well with Doctor Strange. And with it being sort of a multiverse, there was. So I sent you guys that clip of Spider-Man 2. Where <laughs> that was great. They're trying to figure out a name of Doctor Octopus at the Daily
1: Bugle.
3: Hey. A guy named Otto Octavius winds up with eight limbs. What
1: are the odds? What are we going to call this guy? Uh, uh, Dr. Octopus. That's crap. Um, uh, science Squid? Crap. Dr. Strange.
3: That's pretty good. But it's
4: taken. <laughs> <laughs> they acknowledges
2: Dr. Strange exists in that That's universe. That's funny. Another thing, too, is that there have been rumors, and this is total rumor in here, say not confirmed at all that there is talks to bring Toby Maguire into this for a mystery role. Oh my! And so if they they are playing with multiverse stuff. Why wouldn't they?
1: Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, don't. Okay, bring him in in the same way you brought Bruce Campbell in. And in fact, bring Bruce Campbell in again. <laughs> okay. But now also bring Toby Maguire in for an unrelated cameo. Unrelated cameo. Do not try and do this multiverse what was, shit. What was
3: Bruce Campbell?
1: Oh, he was like three different things in all the different movies. In one, in number two, he's the guy at the he's like the, director. The oh, theater. you're talking
3: about Spider Man.
1: Yeah, in Spider Man. Oh, I yeah. you yeah. that. Do you remember yeah. that? No. Probably. Okay, so in number one, he's the wrestling announcer. In number two, oh. he's the, the doorman at the theater. And in number three, He's the, the clumsy French waiter. Yeah. Huh. So you wouldn't want to see like McGuire Spider-Man. No. A lot of people do. Oh, those people are just. Dangle something shiny in front of me that I recognize, and then I'll clap for it.
2: But wouldn't that be like? Jeez. Wouldn't that be because if they were trying to come up with an exit strategy for MCU Spider-Man, and they sort of tie this into like multiverse, wouldn't that be one way to to make it make sense? Nope. Is have another Marvel property? Nah. No. Nah. Smurf. Do something else. Because Paul Plastino doesn't like it. Fair, no. And move up the, the times for <laughs> Disney Plus uh, shows. No, sorry, I just I don't know. Are you, would you like it? I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I honestly wouldn't mind if it's like if it's done right, like maybe it not the whole right. thing, but like at like a ten minute cameo scene or whatever, or scene where he's in sort of that universe. If he's visiting multiple universes.
1: Yeah, listen, if it's done right, communism works, Brian. But I it's like <laughs> Um. <laughs> Here, yeah, I, I, I don't care for that type of thing. <laughs> now, um, here, let me say three things why Sam Raby, this is a fantastic choice. One, proven to do action, can do, wonderful, slams it. Two, slays at combining action with... Uh, horror mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to just be comedy horror he can't do just straight horror his horror chops are, are amazing hilarious it, Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> they are kind of hilarious when they need to be but they're also just rad the best part in Spider-Man 2 is what feels like a Raimi horror movie when Dr. Octopus is killing all the people on, in the hospital mm-hmm. remember that best scene in the whole entire movie and the way that it's melted into the rest of an action story if it's that type of thing in this rad so good I forget the third thing Shit, that was three that was just two. That was two. Yeah. Oh, you just talked a lot. Sounded like
2: three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, I'm like... gonna put a pin in this Toby Maguire thing, you know, because there's uh, more, more stuff coming up.
4: Oh. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. title,
0: the title of the movie "Birds of Prey" (parentheses) and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn in (parentheses) is changing its name to Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is a
3: weird studio reaction because they thought that this movie was going to open Warner
0: Brothers really no. yeah, <laughs>
3: to right. like fifty million dollars. That's what they thought, and it yeah. opened to twenty three, yeah. and they long. are saying, "Oh, maybe it's the name. Maybe people just don't know this is the Harley Quinn movie."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's move her name closer to the front of the title.
3: Yeah, yeah. I want to go see it though. It's getting it's getting good reviews. Um, getting, yeah, I I know Paul, you're not. Interested in seeing it in theaters, because I asked if you wanted to go see it on Cheap Tuesday. and you I just have there. to work
1: tonight, I but know. I, no, I'm, I don't know, Brian, you're not interested either, are you?
2: Uh, you know what? Honestly, no.
1: <laughs>
3: the other thing about it is- uh, it's <laughs> I got Brian to say negative something <laughs> about something. did <laughs> R, and uh, they did a lot of their test audiences uh, with, with younger- People, oh. but then it's rated R, and so they can't go see it. And I don't. I Pretty don't know. strange. Um,
1: I heard McGregor is quite good in it, which and that was reminded horniness. me
3: that he was in it. That I was like, oh yes, I will go 80. see his movie. And it seems like he's like the new love interest. I don't know. And there's like mm. this weird thing with Burger King. They've got what? some weird, Funny. like um got- partnerships going on. Warner really? Brothers.
0: On the Tomatometer, it's 80 percent fresh with critics and 81 percent fresh with audience so far. So. How many reviews on Seven, the critics? oh three hundred and five on the critics and seventy two hundred on the audience three hundred and five th- is still not a lot no but or that's no? probably all that's no. probably all done now like i don't think there's going to be many more critical reviews coming out now than movies is out.
3: there like a movie that you ever didn't go to because you didn't understand the name though like when is no, Warner brothers? I've
0: seen that's again i'm not surprised
2: though because that's more of a I picture the Warner brothers executives room mm-hmm. as like a bunch of old dudes in suits that have no clue what the fuck these properties are. (laughs) That's just kind of... And I feel bad because I like DC as a comic book property yeah, and I want it to do well but... Under the, like, under the umbrella of those old guys in suits, I don't think it will do well. And they make stupid mistakes like this.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll give it to them. I think they're probably in golf shirts, but that's an even worse look, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're gold, all tucked, golf in, shirts and, tucked into their pants, their yeah, pants, and yeah, yeah. belts. Oh. Yeah, but still, like, blazers over top, which is just, like, nobody oh. can pull that off, dude. What are you doing? It's not casual. But, um, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like cuz I got the title when it first came out Birds of Prey but like even and I'm not super super into those comics but I know about Birds of Prey as the property of like it's a bunch of like female villains yeah, and they it get was together. a TV show too. Yeah, that's TV right. Film. It was Yeah, yeah. Who didn't wasn't Harley Quinn a character in that? Yes. Who do who played her? I don't remember. But um, do Google. Um, give it a goog. Give it a goog. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so like I understood but I also did Feel like the extra long, fantabulous blah 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 of Kukla blarga. This whole insanely long title was like, What are we doing here, team? Like, why does it need to be that long? That's a dumb name for a movie. I always kind of felt that way. It feels very like super terrific now It's just
0: like,
2: Yeah, it's weird. Opening weekend,
0: it's yeah, what a mess. Mia Sarah was the voice of Harley Quinn. Oh, it was a voice? Oh, no, wait, sorry, sorry. No, wait, wasn't there live action? Yeah, this is the live action. Sorry, were you talking about a cartoon? No, no, no. no the live action. Hold on, oh, no, hang on a second. It was on
1: the WB. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Mia Sarah played. Not voiced. Played. Whoa.
1: Oh, okay. who is she? Who is She's that? Mia Sarah from for
0: Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, yeah, that was probably the main thing. What? Oh, <laughs> okay then. We've hit a nerve. Jeez. That Dream echoed. Girl of old that did echo. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. my gosh. Okay then. <sighs> Thanks, Art. Do you um, have a kiss for Daddy? Remember oh, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it is in that family. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious that that's her. Yeah. I yep. never even saw that. Oh, wow. So there's know. that. Well, all right. <laughs> Paul's going to give it a goog later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Well, I don't know. I don't know how I, 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 I want you to go. Are you going to go tonight, Kirsten, and see it?
3: I wanted to go, but it sounds like no one else wants to go with me. Just so. go. Aww. Go
1: sit by yourself. Be a cool mm, guy. Yeah. Um, Smoke. Smoke in the theater. (laughs) (laughs) theater. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, You know what? Uh, I want to know how it really is, and I wonder why it's getting... The reviews it is. And I, I want to know from you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who I actually trust. I don't know. Sometimes at Tomatometer and the, you know, critics who, who uh, supply it. You were so I skeptical when the early know. reviews came in and they were
0: all positive. You were
1: so skeptical. I Yeah, I kind of was. Yeah. I don't know why it would be that good. 80%, guys? I, come on. I can How? believe it. Why? that
2: Like, they can... You know, take something, the only decent thing from the movie before, from Suicide Squad, and take it and make it into a fairly decent movie. Yeah. But I think maybe it's just because of, like, Suicide Squad and all the other DC things that I've already spent my money on. I think I'm just kind of soured at this point. You're burnt. Yeah. You know, it's... Of course. It's reached that point.
1: You know, and listen, if it was getting a 65, okay, a solid 6, I'd be like... Okay, makes sense. I'd actually be more interested in going to see it. Why? At a 65, because that feels more right to me. Uh, That feels more like, uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not great. It's not a great movie, but it's good enough. Hmm. 65 is fine. That's a passing grade. It doesn't need to get 80%. Like, good movies should get 80%.
2: Not a fucking- But Kirsten, if it was 65, would would that be enticing enough to
1: get you to the theater? No,
3: I'm the opposite. Uh, I would be like, no, I'll just wait for it to come out. It just it feels more like
1: a more legit score for what this movie should do, you know what I mean? And for it to get eighty percent, but then bomb yeah. and make half of what they expected, like. But and that's the thing. That's too. what I mean. Like that's when the tomato meter just. As, I do trust it. I really trust the it. tomato meter. I put a lot of trust in it. But sometimes you just you see a number and you're just like, nope, that does not fit. That mm-hmm. it could be.
2: And well, maybe I'll go like, see it. The box office <laughs>
1: numbers also could reflect be- the
2: you know. Just kind of like what I said, it could reflect the previous performance of mm. the other. I think movies, the box
3: right? office numbers are you, Brian, yeah. the person yeah, yeah, that oh, has yeah. burnt their wallet going yeah. to see DC properties, hating them, and just being like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay for this one." Well, and it's like so the... maybe it is a good movie, unfortunately, but, but us fans are is, yeah. Right?
4: DC
1: is so haunted that, like you said, you can't even take the good thing out of a terrible movie. Yeah, because people are like, "I don't give a shit. But and it's not just with DC. X Men movies
2: they suffered that fate as well, right? right? Because yeah, that's right. they had two good movies. Then they had a terrible movie with The Last Stand. They had a really good sort of kind of reboot. Oh, wait, no. Terrible movie with The Last Stand. Not so great movie with Wolverine, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm -hmm. They did that first class, which was a phenomenal fucking movie. Mm -hmm. But that had one of the lower box office numbers. Because of the previous previous two movies, right? right? So it's just like, that doesn't happen with just DC movies. It's other franchises as well.
1: Look, and while we're talking about this specific Harley Quinn property too, it's like, It speaks to an impatience of the studio and maybe Margot Robbie, I don't know, where they're like, we got a great look at Mia Farrow or Mia Sarrow or Sloan from Ferris Bueller didn't work out (laughs) as Harley Quinn. But now we got Margot Robbie. That's a big name. It's like it suits. She's really great in the role. I'm not going to say she's not. Of course she is. And everyone knows that, but rather than be patient, get your Batman sorted, write a Harley Quinn that works as a foil to Batman, which is what we all want. Like, listen, everyone who remembers Harley Quinn remembers her from the 90s TV show from Batman animated series. That's what we want. And she was an excellent villain along with the Joker to Batman. If we're not going to do that, then what are we doing? We're just wasting her on these bad movies and it's in its impatience we can't wait for another Batman cycle to roll around to properly cast her where she should be in yeah. that
2: it's unfortunate timing because like they yeah. they should have if Batman, Justice League, all of that stuff worked, and they kept with their connected universe. If Jared Leto was successful as the Joker in Suicide Squad. Yeah. But if that was good, then they probably would have had something here and had something that would have enticed audiences enough. But unfortunately... In an ensemble movie, taking one of the side characters that is also not a, a big Batman villain like the Joker, yeah. you know, taking that one because the actress would, like worked out for them. And then putting them in their own role instead of waiting. Like they and they probably couldn't have waited too, because like if they waited, they probably would have lost Margot Robbie to something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's unfortunate timing on their
1: part. I don't know. She seems to make time for this. She can be in like Oscar nominated movies as well as this schlock. Hey, while we're at it, um did you guys see that good joke about how how do you think Jared Leto feels now that the actor before him and the actor after him in the God, exact same uh, fucking uh, role yeah. both won the Oscar uh, right for that role. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yikes. It's okay, he's going to be Morbius. <laughs>
0: Clear a spot on your mantle, Jared. So we had a moment about talking X-Men, Oscar. so we're going to segue into Captain Marvel 2, and apparently the villain in Captain Marvel 2 will be Rogue. Rouge? No. Rouge. Stop. <laughs> Um, this is an interesting twist, but she had, you know, there was that. It, it speaks, came from that comic timeline.
2: Yeah, it speaks a little bit true to that sort of comic origin of Rogue, where she was more of um, a member of the Brotherhood of Mutants than of the X Men. Oh. Uh, and she was the adopted daughter of uh, Mystique. Oh! Uh? Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think that's pretty cool. There is even like, do you, there's a, um,. I, and I saw this recently because Disney Plus, uh, but Disney Plus has all the '90s X Men oh, um, so good cart, uh, series, and uh, there's one episode in that series where it shows how Rogue got her powers to f- her the ability to fly and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's because she stole the that those powers from Carol Danvers. Right, she like kind of. Held on her or whatever, and mm-hmm. like, and and didn't let like, go, and put her in a coma, wow. and then she got the ability to fly. And oh stuff.
3: shit! I didn't because I remember that episode, yeah. but I, I didn't remember knowing who Carol Danvers was yeah. at the time. And when it when wasn't, I saw it.
2: this was Carol Danvers as Ms. Marvel and not oh, okay. as yeah. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Like she was in her black suit and stuff.
1: Yeah, but. yeah, that's a really cool. Thing. And then you were saying too, Brian. I think that this would be an interesting way to slowly but surely start introducing one at a time mutants and the X Men characters yeah. into the MCU. It'd be yeah. awesome.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's the best way to do it. Like, Rogue can be introduced through Captain Marvel. Um, Storm even can be introduced in like Black Panther. Maybe she's like she's still from Africa or somewhere. So no,
1: one racist? <laughs> no, but like, didn't she? Storm
2: Storm and Black Panther were married at one
1: point. They were what?
2: Yeah. I vaguely, vaguely remember a comic storyline where they were married.
1: All right, well, not racist, but nerd!
2: <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, too, is that the Fantastic Four could be introduced through Black Panther and through, like, say, Victor Von Doom or whatever. Fantastic Four had a comic uh, storyline where they interacted
3: who else think, is married in comics? Tell me who else does each other everyone does I want everyone to know everybody in
1: comics. Does everybody. Yeah. It's like that's it, that's why the MCU has these infinite possibilities because if you look back through the comics at one point or another in the sixty year history, yeah. everyone fucked everybody else and were best friends they can, and stole each other's powers and, <laughs> they can do a, a storyline child, real children marriage everything mm-hmm. they can blindfold themselves
2: and, like pick out storylines out of the air <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh wait, that was a comic yeah. if you just Google
1: it. Cool. Yes. You know? Yeah. Give it a Google, yeah. and then everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like super stoked. It's like, oh my god, I remember that comic. This is the best story. So it's like, yeah, they have they could do whatever they fucking want.
2: Nice. But and this would be cool to introduce, like, because to yeah. in- reintroduce Rogue in a different way, different from Anna Paquin's mm-hmm. version of Rogue, um, and, and do that with all the X Men characters, like when they. When they, do
3: you think they're all going to be introduced as villains, though? Like, are no, the X Men going to be no, no, no. Yeah. Rogue?
1: Rogue, Rogue had, a hi- hi- Sorry, go on, Rogue had a history as a villain. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you? Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Is Rogue going to stay a villain, or do you think she'll no, 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 no. turn around and do a pencil? Yeah, because
2: it's it's the same thing in the when she was in the Brotherhood of Mutants in that comic storyline. She eventually came around to becoming right. an X Men. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So all these all these people can, but it's it's cool to be able to see different angles on them and like oh. you. You know full and well when they're introducing Wolverine, he's going to wear his yellow cowl and shit, right? Why do you think that? It's because it's a different take on Wolverine, right? We've never seen it. We've only ever seen it teased in the Hugh Jackman version in in a deleted scene. Yeah. Oh, hang on.
4: Hello, everyone.
0: Cheryl is here with lunch. Cheryl, the lunch lady, is here.
1: Saying her name now. I'm getting real creative with this. We're back. Um, that's great, because um, Rogue is an interesting character, and I like that a lot. And I like Captain Marvel, and it's going to be in the present. We heard, right? No yes, more. I think like, that's nineties nostalgia yeah. to lean on. So mm-hmm. that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. And hope that cat is in it. Oh fuck! I saw a Funko Pop, but just the cat. I was like, oh, this is sweet. And <laughs> Do you then have also, that Funko Pop, huh? Kirsten? No. Okay. Yeah, get the cat one. <laughs> oh, you don't like cats? Does oh, it have yes. a Tesseract in its belly?
0: No. That would be a, amazing. Like
1: a, just a little orange cat. You squeeze there.
0: it in the tent. Okay.
1: Goose the cat. Yeah, that would be really sweet.
0: Squeeze the Tesseract comes out his mouth. Squeeze it too high, it comes out the other end. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: um, bring on Gambit, though.
0: Yes, oh,
3: Gambit. Gambit. Yes, Gambit. Please. Okay, Do it For right. love of Pete. Yeah, not that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was in, Gambit was in, uh, which one, Brian? The one where they go to, like, Samurai Land? Yeah. The one with... Uh, Wolverine
2: Origins. Yeah. No, 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 he was in, uh, yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverines, but that wasn't the one in Japan. He, that was the Wolverine you're thinking of? Oh, or the that didn't Wolverine. have Gambit. Didn't
3: right. have Gambit in it? Like no. Like a little scene. But anyway, it was origin not. origin
2: Wolverines. He went to New Orleans and then he met Gambit there. Right.
3: Yeah, Japan. Yeah. New Bad Orleans. Gambit. Do a good Gambit. Yeah, good Gambit. Gambit is good such Gambit. a beloved character. Oh, I don't know how sweet. they got it so it's, wrong.
2: Well, it's funny how cursed that project was, too, because <sighs> Channing Tatum was supposed to be your oh, Gambit, right. the next Gambit. He could have been...
3: You know what? I, I think I shit on this once when we talked about this before, but I think he would have been an okay Gambit. But that project
2: had been... Okay, it's a go, and then Fox is like, "Okay, no, it's not a go yet," and then a go,
1: and then a not a go. Because you just five need like a real cool
3: past. guy to play Gambit that yes. can do like that sexy New Orleans accent. Yeah,
1: cool. yeah could have been Channing Tatum. It but I could have been. Know. I want someone like a little even more angular. Yeah, I want
3: the skinnier. Like Channing Tatum yeah. is too much of a like a beefcake. Yeah, I just me want too. like a cool, tall, skinny dude with a trench coat.
1: That's the same <laughs> movie with the fucking terrible Deadpool in it too, isn't it?
4: Yes. Yeah! Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they,
3: they make Ryan the Reynolds goes back and kills. So what it's okay. Shit yeah.
0: <laughs> that was a great uh Easter egg at the end there. Uh stepping back to the Birds of Prey thing and talking about the Batman universe and Jared Leto, uh Morbius, uh, some some more shots set, set photos. Uh, oh, from here. that, I'm just I'm trying
2: to. Yeah, this is the pin that I was going to put in the oh. the, the McGuire Spider-Man. So Take the pin out. Um, so a resho- They're doing reshoots, I guess, right Uh-oh. now. And then somebody <laughs> snapped a picture of a set photo of a bus ad, and it's kind of similar. It's it's basically a headline saying "Where is Spider-Man?" Like mm. Spider-Man's missing, apparently. Um, mm. The headline is from the Daily Bugle. The logo that they're using of the Daily Bugle was the logo they used, not in. You know how they're using the Daily Bugle .net in um, the <laughs> yeah. uh, Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. So the logo for the Daily Bugle that they're using is the logo for the Daily Bugle that appears in
1: Raimi's Spider Man. Huh. Oh help me, Thomas Edison.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> it's that fucking U.S.S. Seven. song we played it to. Death. Yeah.
4: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You
1: don't say that in your everyday life?
0: We don't play it to death. It's a fine song. Yeah,
1: everyone who listens to this podcast, but not the Zone radio station, there's a song on the radio, and there's a... Help
0: me, Thomas Edison. Yeah,
1: one of the best lines in a song. It's my second favorite after... Now your mom threw away your best porno Mac. Uh, <laughs> good line. Good That's line. a good line. But they go, "Help me, Thomas Edison." I don't, I don't know why. USS. Anyways, so help up. me, Thomas Edison. I this is <laughs> why, this is so confusing. This is what happens when like we get three different Spider-Man reboots within ten years of each other, and then this now, has always
3: been the problem with Spider-Man. though. Yeah.
1: and then Spider-Man. Like, is- What's connected to what? Yeah. We're getting greedy, and Sony wants their Spider-Man back.
3: Eesh. There's so many spider. It's always been a problem with Spider-Man. I don't understand why we need so many. Go away, Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> For good, like all Spider-Man.
0: Go
3: away, Spider-Man. <laughs> no, go just, away, Tom Holland. Just like get, yeah, just yeah.
1: steady hand to Marvel.
2: That's what... Well, like, if Tom billion. Holland. If this had belonged to Marvel the whole time, this obviously wouldn't be a thing. Right? But
3: then we wouldn't have the Raimi Spider-Mans. No, mm, it's
1: tough. I know, but but like, come on. We're we're where we are now. When we all. Mm-hmm have nostalgia for the Raimi Spider-Man's, but Tom Holland is our guy. I thought Yep, but we then all agree Tom that, Holland but. is not going in if if they can't come to another
2: deal or whatever down the road, Tom Holland's no longer going to be our Spider-Man in the MCU. He's going to be Spider-Man for Sony. So this is basically cuz Sony really knows that this is a cash cow, so they're they're trying to keep him. Mm-hmm. Um and their their other most successful Spider-Man property was into the Spider-Verse. So they're trying to play off the Spider-Verse thing.
3: I mean, are there any other characters that kind of cross over in the MCU and Sony other than Spider-Man and Quicksilver? Is it Quicksilver? Which one is Silver it? Surfer? Silver. No, Quicksilver. It's right.
2: Oh, yeah. Quicksilver. Silver because he's Fox. Evan Peters. Well, he was Fox. Oh, he's Fox. Yeah. Because
3: yeah, yeah. he's Evan Peters in the in Fox X-Men. property. Yeah. And then in uh, the MCU, well, he's dead with Scarlet Witches.
2: Uh he's coming back during one. You think
3: season, so? Think. Oh yeah. Ugh, <laughs> I didn't like him. I love Evan Peters is just so good in that role well, that I, I wish like that their they could cross
2: over. Of w- way better than yep. the Avengers, um, but that that franchise is dead though. That that Fox is oh, Disney owns them now. They've killed. But them.
3: is there any other characters like that that cross over, or, or is Spider Man kind of going to be? Well, only- Spider
2: Man and all of the Spider Man characters. Mm-hmm. So we can never have we can never have um, a real. Iron Patriot, I guess. Although they did that with the with Iron Man three, was it? We can never have the Organization Hammer because that was started by Norman Osborn. We can never oh, have wow. right. um, the Dark Avengers because that was a Norman Osborn thing, mm. right? Okay. Um, there's so there's so many things that because Sony owns this property that we can't. We
3: never just get all go like go to Burning Man and then get along and make That's, these things. Yes. Oh, True. I would love that. It's and a perfect friends. world. a yeah. 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 perfect world.
2: I would love that. Yeah. But, uh yeah, this is still more, like, my thinking about this is this is still more Sony trying to figure out an exit strategy for Spider-Man. So in, like, ten years, say if they can't reach a deal and Spider-Man is completely out of the MCU, well, we just don't really have to worry about this. We're just going to keep getting shitty Spider-Man movies that were produced by Sony. Ugh.
3: So that the reshoot that we're talking about... That's, like, the only thing that we've seen, is that That's logo. the only thing, yeah. So this is a huge...
2: It's huge, like...
3: Conjecture.
2: Th- the- theoretical, yep. like, this is, yeah, very much a guess, mm-hmm.
0: right, of what's, what's happening here. Yeah, it could be in 10 frames of the final movie, you Yeah, know. Mm-hmm. Some of this Lenny for people to point out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more MCU tie-in. Craven the Hunter is being cast and uh, might have a lot of MCU tie-ins.
1: Cast, who's going to be cast? we don't know we we don't know being cast so it's they're just in that process
0: Um, now. there was
2: um i think i I think this might just be a fan thing like you know how every now and then like a comic book uh, like comicbook.com like what you're on right now Mm -hmm. they'll be like oh look at how amazing so and so would be as this person done by fan art right Right. and there was a fan art of like jeffrey dean morgan being craven the hunter who's he again he's like comedian in um, oh yeah in The Watchmen and he would make well, Negan, Negan look like at like that The Walking Dead yeah
3: he would be a good Yeah, yeah. yeah. well no I'm just be, looking at this uh, isn't yeah. fan art I was just yeah. showing he
2: you he would be a Grape pretty decent Craven the Hunter isn't Graven
3: right?
1: the Hunter um, uh, like South American or something like that though I don't I remember. feel like he's a little no. more ethnic in that way if so there's and dialect coaches <laughs> 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 yeah kind him of a spray tan
2: um but yeah i'm not so again yeah it, this all sort of ties in because it's like i think they're ch- again part this is part of the exit strategy for spider-man because this making another spider-man movie villain or villain movie without necessarily spider-man but it's going to really tie into spider because like his whole yeah. motivation is being the guy that finally Captures Spider Man or whatever. Right. You know, because that's his biggest trophy, or he sees Spider Man as his biggest trophy. So this is just going to be like one fucking Rocky montage of him training (laughs) up to catch spiders and stuff. Yeah. I I don't know. (laughs) Bigger and bigger spiders. Yeah. Uh,
3: He's got one of those like cool vacuum brooms so you don't have to kill them. Right,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> the that, like the bristles yeah. like, clamp down. Yeah. Yeah, and then good. you can put
3: them outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last uh, MCU tie-in. Rach McAdams is now out uh, for oh, Doctor Strange. God, thank God. We
2: really took like a Wait, diving <laughs> detour from like I'm Doctor Strange into like I'm other trying. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Uh, back to Doctor I'm Strange. Trying to
0: make it circular. What, what was it?
3: I didn't like the love story. It was stupid mm-hmm. and it was like, mmm, mm-hmm. I'm a doctor and I'm also strange and you're also a doctor and now I'm invisible or something. The love stories
1: are there to like flesh out and humanize these characters in their origin stories but then once we get into like any kind of, like, of a crossover yeah. there's no room for them it's no. like and there's no room in the budget as well to rehire these big giant actresses yeah. and then they're just like so they get explained away in like a throwaway dialogue running my or a charitable organization right now yeah. oh, okay really cuz I know that Gwyneth Paltrow just doesn't have the time or give us a shit or knows, knows what, what, what <laughs> you <Yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah, want to pay for her yeah. so like
3: yeah. I, Well, the thing too is like once you have these like heroes that have their superpowers, it's like them having like their normie girlfriend or boyfriend is just so weird to be like hanging out. Like if Thor was hanging out with everyone and then frickin' what's her mole was there? What's her name?
0: Rachel McAdams? No, no, no
3: Thor's Natalie girlfriend, Portman. Oh, Natalie oh, sorry, Portman, Jane. It like was Jane. just like there. Well, the Avengers are like, we're gonna stop Thanos, and Jane's like, okay, I guess I'll go yes. hide. And yeah. so
2: bringing yeah. bringing Jane Foster back the way that they're doing in terms of like, oh, they're gonna introduce the female Thor storyline. Yeah. That's kind of cool because they
3: basically have to be a superhero, and
2: they could do that with Rachel McAdams because Rachel McAdams becomes the nice the night nurse is the, is. The character. <laughs> The Night nice Nurse.
1: The Night Nurse. All and that's the, the other thing, too. And then you know, All the good like, superhero names are taken. Oh, you find God. a way to give them superpowers yeah. just because you don't you want... Know, like you don't you find a way, this. no. That's her character.
3: Uh, <laughs> but does she have superpowers?
2: I don't remember.
3: But
1: that, I've yeah, never read any Night Nurse comics. Yeah, right. There's a whole thing with Lois Lane gets Superman's powers as well. Because like you're just desperately trying to make their relationship work as yeah. a comic book writer. So you give her the superpowers. Like... No, I don't know. No, thank you. Uh, like I get it. Of course, obviously, it is good to have romance and love stories and humanization in these movies, but uh, it just it bogs them down at a certain it really point. Really does. It's weird. Like
3: the only good resolution was like Captain America's arc because he left her behind, right? And then she got old and whatever and died, and so he went back in time to be with her, and that's a nice.
2: She was also. Better rounded character, yes. rather well, than she wasn't just a love interest, right?
3: But she also just wasn't in it a lot, like that you just mm-hmm. knew, like like that Captain America was always sad because he never knew what his life could have been with if he'd stayed back. Yeah, but with her. and
2: then she also carried her own TV show, yeah. which was like a phenomenal TV
1: show. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Same with Iron Man two and Pepper Potts, right? Like yeah. that, it, it it was it did turn out to be a good thing for those major major characters, but. Um, and who knows look at now we got Oscar winning Taika Waititi directing the you know Thor love That's <laughs> you Thunder. see that that's video gonna be unbelievable of him
3: hiding his Oscar under the seat yes. <laughs> it
1: <was> so good <laughs> um, you know so for Jane Foster to come back around with him like this that's gonna be sweet as well so maybe that'll have a good payout mm-hmm. but for the most part okay I'm Rachel McAdams I'm a very popular and very talented actress I signed on, for what reason, in Doctor Strange? I have yeah. no idea, to be love interest. And then it's like, okay, do you have something really substantial or interesting for me to do in the second movie? No. Mm-hmm. No thanks, then. I'm out. Like yeah. I get it. Of course I wouldn't want to be that actress and have to do that. I don't, yeah. And um, they might not have ne- even necessarily
2: have... Uh, Offered her a role in it because of the fact that this is going to be Doctor Strange's trip through the multiverse yeah. with Wanda Maximoff, and you know they've they've got. I'm pretty sure they've got enough care. It's kind of also why you know uh, you know she, what's her name? Natalie Portman did say some shitty things about comic book movies and right. stuff, and then they didn't cast her in Thor Ragnarok. But it also wouldn't have made sense you know, if she was that, in Thor Ragnarok because no, they were never there. on Earth
0: really, for, exactly. except for that five minutes that they were. Oh, I just got it. Nurse, night nurse, doctor, strange, doctor, or nurse, do- I get it. Doctor or nurse,
3: I get it. You
0: get it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fine.
1: Okay, I, That's well. what I don't
3: <laughs> But she's, she's a doctor too, isn't she? She was a doctor. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was a nurse. In the movie, at least. Was she? Yeah, they were both doctors. That sounds right.
0: Okay, sure. <laughs> the Matrix 4 is kicked off filming with Keanu Reeves, and uh, yeah, it's not the super... we got some uh, video from the set, and it's not the super slick, you know, suit... And flying powers and bullet time punching things. It's sort of Keanu with the beanie in his hair. And he's looking up into the sun and just being Keanu. Um, so it looks like street Keanu. And that's fair. We have no idea what this movie is going it's to be It's really about. the
3: Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was so photos. great. Because when I first saw that too, I was like, what if that was just like a rehearsal and they weren't recording? Right. Oh, maybe exactly. Maybe. Yeah, they're just shot blocking or whatever. There's so much that could happen for from this movie. We don't know when it's set. How long it's been since the machines and the, you know, the and the humans and wh- whether they've come topside. Although there is sun. And oh, yeah. from what we know of the Matrix universe, unless they somehow fix this problem, the humans black in the sky. So there is no sun to see. But anyways, maybe that's it. Maybe he's coming out into the real world and the humans have fixed the sun problem. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Too much rumors and speculation. It's filming. I'm excited. San Francisco stuff.
1: Need to see him. And uh, regardless of all of that, Keanu is committed to that long hairdo and yes he, he was, certainly uh, is not cutting it to be neo so good for him i respect
0: and we only really have one other piece of news and i thought this was a nice one to sort of be at the end of the line with is that uh fast and furious 10 will be a part one and two series finale oh no <laughs> okay paul go ahead what you go ahead. <laughs> you didn't read
2: my email too did you uh, of course not, not. We'll we'll not emails. We'll win. No, my last email when I sent this oh, no. I was like, oh, this is just going to open up a floodgate Of Plastino
1: condescension Oh, stop, I do not <laughs> I, Look it, they're shitty movies And you know they are, Brian Will there be real cars? No, okay I, uh, that's thing. I, didn't, I didn't even want to say that last time too Because I don't want to just to, to keep saying the same <laughs> hacky shit But Is this for real that there maybe will be real cars on this movie? <laughs>
4: That was my joke.
1: Well, you wrote in that down. email. You wrote that down. Yeah. Is that based on anything?
0: No, no. it was just the joke in that my the email, email that I wrote. He oh, okay. tried to hook you in, Paul. trying to tease me with the wheel cars. So, so well, I the hate same it when they do this. I
3: hate it when they. I know that this is what the MCU did, and they they mm. did they did the Infinity Saga, but like I hate it. Just make one movie. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's that's the thing what? that I'm thinking uh, about with this. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Okay. So you're just basically you're confirming that there's going to be a Fast and the Furious 10 and 11. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Before 9 is even out. yeah. Um, plots are going to
1: be one plot
2: spread over two movies. So, So, yeah, exactly. pretty much. Yeah, And because like, I think they did this in Marvel where they had that Comic-Con where they announced all the things leading up to Infinity War yeah. Part 1 mm-hmm. and Part 2. Yeah. And then I think after that, they got off stage and were like, shit,
4: yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that.
2: Because yeah. you go into a part... You go... To Infinity War, yep. and if you know it's going to be Infinity War, War Part One and Part Two, yep. you go into it knowing that it's going to be a cliffhanger. Yeah, can
3: you imagine yeah. how much more powerful the end of that movie, with everyone being snapped away, would have oh, been if you weren't like, yes! "Oh, well, Part Two's coming." Exactly. I would have and Spider-Man: Far From Home is also in there. Yeah, uh, if they just yeah, announced yeah, yeah,
2: Infinity yeah. War, they thought that Thanos was going to get his ass fucking handed to him yep. in that first one, yep. and then he. Did it. Oh, that would have been great. And that would have been amazing. That's very true. You know, well, we would have looked at it with Bud Light Wonder, because Bud thought nobody was coming back. Nope. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. oh. I watched it but, way late and but then, somehow missed all the. And, and that's like, part oh, of the this? thing too is it's like, oh, they'll be back in Endgame. Yeah, you know, or they'll be back in whatever. Yeah, the, next the second Black be, Panther right?
3: got snapped away. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, there's no stakes. <laughs> Obviously, to this, right? yeah.
2: And so that's kind of the same thing with this, and with anything that does this. Harry Potter did that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else uh, was it? Uh, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, they're like, oh, we're going to film two and three together. Oh, and right. It's going to be a part one and two. Oh, the, ah. ma- the Matrix two and yeah. three as well. Matrix yeah. two and three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, you know, th- this was just really their way of saying that there's going to be, you know, a 10 and an 11. But t- we all know now ten's going to be a cliffhanger. But uh, it's going to be the, the finale. So after this. Paul we'll, won't have to complain or
0: <laughs> sure we will because then we'll get the next year we'll get the next Hobbs Fast and, and Furious Presents yeah. you know yeah. blank
2: and blank or yeah. whatever Yeah, it that's is true. Yeah. Um, but it will be kind of the finale and uh, yeah uh, I'm going to watch it <laughs> I might. to
1: Paul's chagrin <laughs> I might watch it too look I had a great time with Hobbs and Shaw I, liked, I actually had fun watching it I realize it's craziness and silly and CGI I, and look I don't want to keep going back to the real cars fake cars thing Sure you do. I well no, I don't. I yeah. just like I'm on record. But you record. had a good time watching. There it. is yeah, of course yeah yeah. I just like it's, it's, it's uh, these movies don't deserve a lot of like recognition just for sitting there and CGIing their cars. I don't think That's nobody,
2: nobody's giving them recognition, but it doesn't mean I don't like them. It's pretty
1: popular though. I, That's all. I'm just saying, real car movies deserve more recognition and. I wish there were more of them. Because I was like, I, our, our, the other podcast that I'm listening to
2: that uh, talks about like geeky stuff and they, do- they delve into the Fast and the Furious. They're, they kind of see it the same way I do and that is like, yeah, it's stupid, but they're entertaining as hell. So I'll watch them even if the storyline is they find a way to blast themselves into space. Right. And it's Fast and Furious. <laughs> and
1: <space."
3: laughs> James Bond did that. Yeah. So oh,
1: yeah. why not? I'll just, I'll just say as a final word upon it forever. Oh boy is that uh, it's, it's just a little disappointing that the most popular, biggest car franchise that exists doesn't have any real cars in it. That's all. That's all.
3: The end. Okay. Thanks CGI for CGI cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean?
1: No real stunt driving. Just CGI. Just Transformers. Yeah, we're big gearheads. We like this movie. Oh, yeah. It's not any cars in it, you know. Jeez, cartoons. <laughs> I get some. I get some Hot Wheels cartoons. I can show you too.
0: Paul Restino, he knows all. No, yeah. I don't. This is what I'm saying. Are we all caught up on Star Trek Picard? Yeah, I've watched first episode. God dang it, Brian! Um, what are we thinking in general
1: with episode three? Paul, yeah. do you want to get into it, and then we can get another email? Well, do we want to? Why don't we just address Mary's email? Because it was sure. Uh, let's do that. It's pretty great. Can you bring it up? You can I read will. It out. Uh, Mary Harrison, the pod fan number one. Uh, she really is our number one podcast. fan. Who oh, may yeah. or
3: may not be coming to our live pod, though? She uh, was so like, he's... I might have other things to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, uh, Brian wrote, like, because like, we're going to be at the Capital City Comic Con, and Mary uh, shared something about the con, and Brian was like, please come to our live recording if you go. And Mary was like, well, maybe. Well,
2: because I said, <laughs> if this is not happening in the same time as that other thing that you just
1: posted about, yeah, yeah. come to ours. Our number one fan is like,
4: "We'll eh, see." You. that's where we
1: are right <laughs> now, know yeah. yeah, right? I accept that. Totally fair. So last week, I just said, look, here's the thing, too. I have been enjoying Picard. We all kind of like on a on a plus side, passing level, I'm enjoying it. R- yes. r- right? The three of us who yeah. haven't seen it? And even yeah. Brian with episode, yep. yeah, even with episode one? Yeah, with episode one. Yeah, enjoyable and great experience, and I'm glad it's a thing. Um I just was giving voice to a certain segment of Star Trek fans who I know and I who I sometimes feel this way too. Your friends? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Are you <laughs> hashtag, no, arts I friends? Any, I don't
1: have any friends. Um <laughs> who say this but no, it's like it is a true thing that I just it's it's a weird time for Star Trek and um, these shows especially are not doing a great job of upholding the like beautiful utopian Gene Roddenberry vision of the original, really like two series. They're more kind of getting gritty for the sake of gritty, and um, I don't know how much I love that. And last and then, week, two episodes had come out, and how many did you watch?
0: Two. Okay. Oh, you'd watch them all? Okay, Oh, good. yeah, I'd watch them all, yeah. Mary says, Star Trek Picard. Paul. Paul. <laughs> before- before you go ranting about a show, maybe watch more than a single episode. TOS and NG were very preachy in their day, and if you want nostalgia, you can watch The Orville. That, <laughs> that's a weekly love letter to those shows. Picard and Discovery are different because our collective tastes as audiences have changed. There are baddies in every organization, and Starfleet is no exception. In fact, there are episodes in TOS and NG which talk about that as well as in Voyager. Of course, JLP's Caretaker is a Romulan. It was made clear in the first episode. Yeah, I've watched up guys
3: to
1: guys the third. Maybe they were Vulcan? That's silly of you.
3: No, it was made clear in the first
1: episode. Go back and listen last week. Don't start. I never said maybe they're Vulcan. I knew they were
3: Vulcan. I never said maybe they. I never said maybe they were Vulcans. I said like the first moment they're introduced, it's not clear. By the end of the episode, of course, you know that they're Romulan. Like they're because they're like, "Whoa, you saved us, Picard!" But I was just saying at the beginning because their ears are covered and you can only see their things that they mm. could have been Vulcan. He, so you, know what he, he
2: you, mean? you can blame it on art because the last episode kept calling it Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: was just talking about art.
0: <laughs> but Picard is in his late 70s uh, Oh, in, in real life and uh, playing an older man in the show. So no, I don't expect stunts and action because this is not a stunt or action show. I'm really enjoying it and looking forward to Discovery 2. It's given us a bit of fan service each episode and I'm really on board for it.
2: That first fight, because this is coming from somebody that's only watched the first episode. Oh, dear, but that, even that first <laughs> fight scene... With uh, the girl when she's activated, oh yeah, that was amazing for oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So amazing good.
1: choreography. And the one on the roof too, like it went on for way too long. I found a little bit, yeah. But I also thought it was mm. sweet action too. And she like <laughs> does a big jump and flies up the stairs and everything. Mm-hmm. And, but, and then even the character,
2: so like the character, you, the the first scene where they're they're, they're playing um, a game on playing Texas Hold'em. They, oh, where they're playing, when they're they're playing, playing poker. Cards? P- poker, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the so they're playing poker dream. on, yeah. It, it, that set it up for me in terms of like what I can expect from this show, and it made me look forward mm. to it. And then the the choreography and even that that like all the, the fight scenes and stuff that kind of hooked me in even more. So right. I was like I'm I'm actually for somebody that's only seen it once or one episode, Mary, <laughs> I am very genuinely excited about uh, watching the rest. Do you then yeah, want so. to know
0: that Data only appears in the first episode? Huh. Okay,
1: <laughs> I um, just that that scene is cool. That scene is it's great. a great
0: yeah. No, but, it does like, set a no. good picture.
1: Yeah, I just um, and look at there. You can say about any of these things that I'm saying about it. It's like yes, of course you can look back to episodes of the original series or where, or TNG where there's like a bad admiral or, you know, it's like a bad man who wants to take data apart or something. Of course, there's always, like, some little bits, baby bits of corruption within the um, Starfleet or the Federation that Picard has to, like, do the right thing against and all that. Like, I, I know that, but in this... In this show, it seems like, like I said, Bo, last time too, like it's a little bit of a, a step toward, it's dystopian the way that they were going to just let an entire planet where the people die. That's a that's a weird non Star Trek thing. And also, you can also say you look back to those original series and say that there was action. Um, you know, like with Kirk fighting the Gorn and stuff, not mm-hmm. the greatest fight choreography that we're used to today with the two-handed punches <laughs> and everything and a guy in a rubber suit and a, uh, it's like foam rock and all that as a fight scene, but a um, little bit too much like violent action for a Star Trek show. And I look at, obviously I'm not a guy who's like, oh, my tea. I'm so s- sad about seeing a violence and a punch and a stab and all that. <laughs> like, no, I get all that. But again, it's like, that's that's a tone for a different show and I like my Star Trek a little brighter and and more exploratory and happier. The other thing, and I, I did write a good response. I can't remember any of the stuff I said back to Mary though. <laughs> he blocked out.
4: <laughs> but uh,
1: I just type it and then I black out. But the other thing that's striking me about Picard, and maybe this is just a season one thing, but it's very clear and obvious what they're doing is like just mining the best stuff from Star Trek The Next Generation. I don't even know if this is a negative or or a, a positive how they're doing this, but they're taking all the stuff that you remember, all the good stuff, and then they're like re exploring it with like modern filmmaking. So it's less of that, like, classic, episodic, Star Trek nineties era. Two camera, it's, one mm-hmm. studio. Yeah, kind of thing. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to a level, certainly, of a production value that's a lot higher. And then just re-exploring. And following the threads of things they set up in that next generation. So it's like, but it's all very surface. It's like, what are the biggest things we can talk about? Okay, the Borg are going to be involved in some way. Data and synthetics and androids and their rights as people or whatever. And if they are going to rebel against us.
0: Um, Because dang, that synth that, that went rogue. Oof. Yeah. That gives me chills.
1: Yeah, right. Um uh, some other things. So, so I mean, I guess that's all fine and good. But here's, I think, where my real heartbreak is, is that, like, all right, now we've got two Star Trek shows in production. And what I really was hoping for when, like, the, the J.J. movies were successful and then they're like, okay, we're well, now we're going to do more. We're going to do TV shows. I kind of wanted slightly episodic, versions of the JJ universe maybe with a, like a different ship and a different crew rather different than a cast. whole se- se- season long mythology arc you mean well no this is the thing too like obviously we know now that what's popular and this is where Mary's point about modern audiences this is a good idea you know, it is like uh, there's always like a thread you know what I mean that kind of that never really existed in the original Star Trek or definitely Star Trek Next Generation yeah but but now we like there to be a thread
0: mm-hmm.
4: Do you and think it's you too
1: far though yeah, and in the same way that the Mandalorian did, you know, there is a thread that ties the whole series together. You're right. Baby that's, Yoda. That's a good balance. Okay, you can and but also every episode is a standalone adventure. I would love for a nice Bright Apple store Looking Bridge Of a uh, Original series Enterprise Put it in the Calvin timeline though So you can do the technology As bright and shiny And touch screeny As you want And it makes sense It's a continuation Of what's going on In those movies It doesn't have to fuck With the continuity Of the original Prime timeline So you can do Fucky things And you don't have to have Like Star Trek purists Being like That would've never happened Right Cause that's what The wonderful thing That J.J. did Clean the whole slate um, that's what I wished for. And instead, they're going back to the prime timeline. They're having to do a bunch of retcon shit constantly, right? With the, the holograms and everything on the ship. Uh, you're still cramming in the original crew and the enterprise and all this stuff with new actors playing Spock and, and number one and all this on Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> You're so like talking about the dog. You're mad.
3: They cast a dog. <laughs> no, the, the, <laughs> that's not what Riker looks
1: like. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about Rebecca Romijn as playing number one. So it's like, okay, but th- and then then these shows aren't fun and they aren't in, like exuberant and utopian and they don't feel like that. It, and they're not exploring anything. They're just fighting and shooting lasers constantly and like so i don 't know it maybe works for Picard. Discovery, I think is the one i 'm really disappointed in, but like where 's that bright vision of the future again? where the movies did it so great, but as big action movies now, do it as a TV show week to week, please I think what Mary
0: is saying is that we as an audience wouldn 't accept that we would it would almost be too happy you know how in the first version of the matrix life was perfect and the humans couldn't deal with it so they had to give the give them a lot of grief you know dial up the grief of it i think this is what she's saying is that our our outlook on life and tv and how the the art uh, mixes with real life even if it's in space is has grown beyond the utopian shininess primary color of next generation and uh and that it probably is going to be more did you ever watch um uh, deep space nine not very much. Yeah. So, I mean, that got really... I know, yeah. ...excellently dark in some of the midway seasons. And I think that's just sort of the course of of how it's going. And I, I kind of see what Mary is saying, is, is that we as human beings might not accept it because it would be so different.
1: Right. And see, and that's where I that that's where on that point I disagree with Mary. I think that like yes, yeah, some of us certainly like I'm not you know, our audience taste has gone that way, but I think for a lot of us it hasn't. It would be a really pleasant reprieve from all the rest of the heavy shit that we're constantly watching. Yeah. And that that's Star Trek. If you if you want to do something that's like more tailored to these modern audiences and do something else. Yeah. The expanse is supposed to be fucking unbelievable in set in space and as a sci-fi show. Okay. But yeah, for well, the do you want to do part, Star Trek? Do Star Trek then. No. Do Gene Roddenberry's beautiful vision of the future, please. That's what we're here for. They have
0: replicators. There's no poverty. they, they you know, yes. mostly at peace with everybody. It's, uh, yeah, dogs and cats living together. Um, it's, yeah, you're right. It is a very bright vision. I just, I, I just think Mary is
1: saying it can't go on forever. That, well, then stop doing Star Trek. <laughs> so Think of something else. Fair enough. Right. That's, enough. that's what Star Wars is for.
3: Also, thank you to, uh, you had another listener feedback. I did? That was, yep, that you sent us. Thank you to whoever that was. Grant. And oh, Grant. Oh, Grant.
1: Yeah, Grant is the listener. Yeah, thanks so much, Grant. Oh, my God. Grant is, Kirsten, you, you t- okay. What do you think about this?
3: <laughs> Tell me more. Grant her.
1: Uh, reached out because he's going to Disney's Edge.
3: Oh, right, Galaxy's yeah. Disney's Edge. Disney's Edge,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Disney's Edge yeah. um, Galaxy's Edge. And... I want to know how to get his lightsaber back, but he is—he's tr- trying to roll it into like a work trip,
3: mm. and he thinks he can
1: get the entire thing—just Galaxy's Edge, including a lightsaber build done in two hours. Can that be done? Holy oh. shit! No, he will join absolutely us or die. not. Really?
3: Two hours?
1: I think he said two hours. Wow.
3: Like to walk from the entrance to Galaxy's Edge, which is way in the back, is like. A twenty-minute walk. One, take so, the monorail. You oh, could geez. no, don't take the monorail because you gotta wait ten minutes for it. Anyway, ten, you could boot it in fifteen, right? You get okay. there. The lightsaber okay. experience is an hour. Yes, and then you get your lightsaber and you could boot it back. Like, but then that's literally all you would do is boot it to Galaxy's Edge, build a lightsaber, and come back.
1: I think I think that's all he wanted to do. Maybe <sighs> get a green milk. That's, me, that's not a lot of times. Yeah, oh. let me. He said, he said, in and out, two hours, <laughs> no. blue milk, cantina for a cocktail, lightsabers. Oh, absolutely.
3: Selfie not. with the Falcon, nope. Nope. done. Nope. He's out.
2: No, nope. because he, he's doing it on a work trip, so he's not paying for the flight. Hotel. Sounds like he you just can't, happens to be in the you air. You can't yeah. do the
3: cantina. Like, you can't, you could maybe do the lightsaber, but you can't do the cantina in there. Absolutely not.
1: We're breaking his heart right now. Grant. Ooh. And it, what day like is Grant, it? Are you going but, on a uh, weekend?
3: Because it's going to be busy. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry, work trip great.
1: probably weekday. But. Good luck, man. Um, I believe in you. And also, I, was, I contemplated that
2: though, because I went on my work trip to Los Angeles. And yeah, I was Like, yeah. how quickly can <laughs> I make it over to? Uh, and it's like, no. There's
1: the not temptation, going. I'm sure, is like if you're just Very, like you can see if, it, if you
3: are there. there yeah.
2: I
1: know. On the same
3: grounds, oh. I know. If Marvel was there, would you go?
2: Totally. If yeah. If, if, yeah. If, yeah. If, yeah. yeah. And that's gonna be coming in what?
3: Twenty twenty, this summer.
2: This summer, yeah. right? Yeah. Amazing.
3: I don't think there's a ride though. I think it's just an experience, experience that you walk yeah, through, unfortunately. Fine, but. Um, and also thank man. you to Spencer who used an art quote and gave us uh, an art rating of eight point seven. Oh right, yes. Thank you. Which art was so happy about, by the way, Spencer. Like Art was like, did you see that listener that wrote a thing about Isaac? <laughs> yeah. Quote? But What's you know quote? what? Uh,
2: if you didn't call it Star Trek, we wouldn't have been <laughs> dock point three oh. art.
3: Oh. Uh, so thanks Spencer You made arts day And our day
1: and, and a hashtag art rating Of 8.7 Or the good old Flaccid five That's really funny
4: If you want to
0: get a hold of us You can reach us At geekout at geekoutatthezone.fm Or on our Facebook group Facebook.com Slash group Slash the geekout pod Let's say hi To another member Of the Zones podcast family
3: I'm Jenny I'm Crystal I'm Lindsay And we are On, on the break. You could be on the rag too with us if you listen to the podcast, which you Mm -hmm. can find at thezone.fm slash podcast, also on Spotify. I like to talk (laughs) about things that people feel, for some reason, uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, how many times have you brought up a vagina to a friend this week? Do you have nipple hair? Yep. All about your periods, make uncomfortable. Comfortable. I bleed a lot. I have a copper IUD. You can learn about your body, our bodies, other sexual health-related things. We bring in experts because I don't know anything, actually.
0: (laughs) Kirsten James. Oh, she just took a drink of water. Are you? Don't spit, take (laughs) Kirsten James. Where can we find you on Instagram? Swallowing water and talking.
4: <laughs>
0: what, the hell? what the hell? That was amazing. Oh my God. That was so I good. Take my water away. I need that Paul to Lestino.
1: live. <laughs> I Paul Bostino. Paul Bostino on everything. And um, what's our email address, too? Geek out at thezone.fm? Yeah. And just Paul at thezone.fm. Yeah.
0: Brian. What?
1: If what? You- <laughs> No, She's always giving her Instagram. It's like, what? So we can see Jaws over and over again? Give her, maybe the email address is better. Hey, if you want to yell about Star Trek with me, just, just do it on my email. Well, you're just like, what's our email address?
2: And you just like, geek out at thezone.fm. And you're like, right, ball at the zone.fm. <laughs>
1: yeah, send, send it right to me if you want to disagree. Okay. You can disagree. I, I invited Mary in here. We just have a one-on-one chat about Star Trek.
2: Uh, Boytano913, Twitter and Instagram, DJ Boytano
1: on Facebook. What's your email address, dude? Uh, geekoutoutthezone.fm.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm with
1: on all socials. This is the
0: Geek Out Podcast.
4: <laughs> Bye! The Geek Out Podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are
3: pretty stupid.
4: I mean, come on. For more on-demand audio from the zone, visit thezone.fm/slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening and thanks for being a zoner.